Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for having us here. It's a pleasure to be here. Our parasha, Parashat Vait Hanan, Moshe, Moses is uh, trying to convince God to let him enter the land of Israel. It, did, it doesn't work. Vait Hanan el Moshe is trying to bring any, anything he can to, to make God let him in after 40 years of carrying the vision and walking through the desert, but it doesn't work. And the reason is, is as it says, is that because Moshe didn't speak to the rock, but he hid it. Moshe chose a way of violence, a way of aggression, instead of a way of talking, of conversation. And that, that is considered as lack of faith. Enough not to be able to enter the Holy Land. Now, the Holy Land, Israel, is not only a geographic place. The Holy Land, especially in Kabbalah, it's a... It's a place in us. It's a spiritual place. It's uh, the Shekhinah herself. It's the innermost place in our heart. And we cannot enter there with violence. We cannot enter there when we don't believe enough to speak, even if we think that the one that we're speaking with is a rock. So Moshe dies in the desert, just like his people. All the generation that came out of Egypt had to die in the desert. And what was there? What was their reason not to be able to enter to the Holy Land? Their reason was because they, they believed the Miraglim, the spies. They believed what the spies said which is, we are too small. Or as they said, we saw the people of the land and they're like giants and we're like grasshoppers. What we can do? What can we do? The people believed that they're too small, that they're not big enough, that they're not powerful enough. And Moses was not believing that he can talk to the rock. What's the connection between the two? It's very simple. Both of them are actually the same thing. Real power is not the power to hit a rock or to hit anyone else. Real power is not power over, but it's power that comes with love. Many people mistake power and power over. Therefore, many people think that if I'm powerful, I can win the war. But actually, Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, the great Rabbi Nachman, said that Mashiach is going to win the world without shooting even one bullet. Rabbi Nachman lived already when there was, like, rifles. So he said, Mashiach is going to win the whole world without even shooting one bullet. He's going to win with the Spirit of God. 
Because when spirit is present, A, you don't think that you're too small. And B, you believe that even a rock can open up. When we think that we are too small, like grasshoppers, we do what grasshoppers do in front of a threat. What animals do in front of a threat is the three F things. Freeze, or fight, or flight. And this is happening in our brain as well. We have a, a reptilian brain in us, and whenever we feel threatened, we do the, one of the three. We either freeze, and we don't know what to say, we don't know what to do, or we run away, we try to hide, we try to have protection, or we fight, we take the aggression. All those three are actually signs of weakness, not of power. When you feel powerful, you don't freeze, you don't fight, and you don't flight. You're just there. You're just simply there. And this is the power of love. And this is the power that was born in the new generation, the generation that was not slaves in Egypt, the generation that, that was born in the wilderness, the wild people of the desert. You know this story uh, in the Midrash that every Tisha B'Av, since the, the sin of the Meraglim of the spies was in Tisha B'Av. So every year in Tisha B'Av, the people of Israel, that's what the Midrash says, the people of Israel, everybody would, would dig a grave, dig a hole in the ground, and go to sleep in this hole. And in the morning, not everybody got up. Some of them died every year, every year of the 40 years. And then those who got up covered those who didn't get up. And that was the, that was the minhag, every Tisha B'Av. Until the 40th year. But that was already the, the minhag, so that's what they were doing. That was the custom. Everybody dig a grave, dug a grave, and went in. But in the morning, everybody got up. No one died. So the Midrash says they, they thought, well, maybe we were mistaken on the day, you know, the day. They didn't have calendars. They were looking at the moon. And so like, well, maybe it's tomorrow. So they did it again. And again, everybody got up. And they did it again and again and again until they looked at the moon and the moon was full. And that was too bad, right? The full moon yesterday night. And they looked at the moon and they said, you know what? We were not mistaken. That means that we are the people who are not dying anymore. We are those that we were waiting for. We are those who are able to enter to the Holy Land. The curse is over. So they started the celebrations and the dancing and the hilula of, of Tuba'av, the celebration of love, which is the full moon of, of this month. What needs to die, what needs to drop from us, you know, if we take it as a midrash, is always like mythology. You take it in and you take it, everything is in me. Those who needed to die, it's part of me. Those who didn't die, it's also part of me. The part of me that needs to die is the part of me that doesn't believe that I'm good enough. 
that doesn't believe that I'm strong enough and therefore is fearful and therefore is violent or protective, defensive, or freezing. It's the same. The, parts, the, the part of me that needs to wake up and is able to, to take the vision a step ahead and actually manifest it, go to the Holy Land, is this part of me that is not freezing, that is not afraid, that is not thinking that I'm a grasshopper, but knows that I'm big enough and I'm also capable of opening and doing it in an open way, speaking to a rock, gain into the Holy Land. It's kind of the same. Horrible things happened this week, uh, these days in Israel. Horrible things on behalf, God forbid, on behalf of God. On behalf of the, so to say, Jewish belief, people did horrible things. Stabbing people, burning people, burning holy places of others. What I want to emphasize is not only that this is not the way of Torah, but it's also just a weak way of being in the world. Those who act of violence in a violent way are actually weak. To be strong enough is not to be violent, but to be vulnerable, to be able to just be there in vulnerability and meet the other meet God in the other. Even if the other is another, is so other that it's a mystery for me. You know, an other in Hebrew is zar. The letters are zayn reish. Mystery or secret is the same letters, just backwards. So reish zayn, raz. In the other, in the foreigner, in this that I think is a rock, and no one can, no one can, who can I talk with? That's what our leaders in Israel, they always say, like, but we don't have a partner for negotiation. There is no one to talk with. Well, this is a lame excuse of not being able actually to be vulnerable and to say, you know what, I'm sorry for what I did. I was not always right also. So instead of me telling you that you are not right, let me take part, let me take responsibility for the, what I did or my nation did wrong. That's how peace starts. This is how love starts. Love is powerful. An open heart is powerful. When, we, when we're not powerful, we try to hide our heart. We try to close our heart. We protect and we defense and we are becoming aggressive. And with this to the Av, I want to bless us all that we just dare to love. That we dare to be loving. And daring to be loving is daring to be vulnerable in front of those that we think there is no chance that they will understand us. But you know why we think this way? Because we are protective. Because we do what the grasshopper does. Freeze, fight, flight. 
So we find excuses not to open up. But the full moon, which is the symbol of Shekhinah in Kabbalah, which is the symbol of the Holy Land, of the feminine in her fullness. The full moon is shining without hiding her light. And that in Kabbalah considered the fullness of Shekhinah. When you're not hiding, when you're not giving half of your light, but you're shining. You're shining your light. You're shining like a crazy diamond. Like a crazy moon. Like a crazy heart that is willing to give love a chance and not to hide behind excuses. And it doesn't start... I mean, many of us can be very... um, left-wing and politically correct in some ways and, you know, speak about politics and, and nations, but it starts in our homes. Love starts really between us and our very close friends, family members, parents, children, beloveds, partners, all those places that, because we don't dare to love, we don't dare to step in the path of love, which is the path of God, which is the path of the full moon that is not protective. So we hide ourselves and we protect and we take the lame excuse to be in war. War starts from our relationships. And peace starts there as well. So on this Tu Be'av Shabbat, I want to bless us all, uh, me and you and us all, that we dare to walk the way of love because the way of love is the way of the Shekhinah. It's the way of the feminine divine, which is powerful, which is present, and that we do it between us, that we dare to say, I'm sorry I was a jerk, you know, And would you accept me now? Because I know, and here I am. I'm not trying to defend myself. I'm just here. I'm loving. I'm sorry. If we dare to do this in our relationships, we might dare to do this between nation to nation. If we don't do it in our individual private life, how could we ever think that there's going to be peace in the world if there isn't peace in our home? in our relationships with, our, with the, the people that we're most close to. So may peace be with us. And I want to invite my beloved Dawn. This is also our anniversary of 13 years. Um, and yeah, we met in Tubeav. We didn't plan it, but God planned it. 13 years ago in Elat Chaim. Um, and we want to sing a song of the path of love. <laughs> 